Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money, how to write books while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, we're here in the Philippines and we're writing books, publishing books, doing my TEDx talk and a whole bunch of other stuff as we're traveling. I got my next kid's book coming up uh, in a couple of weeks. It's all about um, exploring the continents, seven parts about the seven continents in seven months. And uh, one of the things I love to do is interview fellow authors. And I have an amazing author on the show here today, who's actually a friend of our previous guest, uh, Ezio, uh, who's an illustrator. And she always connects me to amazing authors. So I would say I've interviewed about uh, 10 different authors directly from Ezio. So a big shout out to Ezio for the connections. Uh, so our guest today, her name is Cindy Goodall, and she is the founder of uh, the, oh, she's the author of the book, The Adventures of Princess Jellybean. Yes, that's right. The print, Adventures of Princess Jellybean. And it's published, published by Crimson Cloak Publishing. And it's coming out on November 11th, 2018. And that's actually a very special day for me, too, because that's when I'm doing my TEDx talk on November 11th, 2018. So I'll be thinking of Cindy when she publishes her book, and she'll be thinking about me when I do my TEDx talk. A little cool uh, synchronicity there. Uh, so I'm going to be naming Cindy all about this book publishing journey. Uh, Cindy, how are you doing today? Doing great. How about you? Doing amazing. Doing amazing. Cindy, uh, one of the things we love to do on our show is we get like to know our guests better. So instead of just doing a bio, we want to get to know your story. Why didn't you trace us back about you, your family, your business, and your journey as a kid's book author? Well, I started writing when I was 10 years old. Um, I found some poems that my father had written to my mother, and I was very inspired. So by the time I was 12, I decided I wanted to be a published author. Um, this has been a long journey. Um, my wonderful supportive family have always encouraged me. Um, I have a husband, I have adult children, one in college, one is working. Uh, they are my cheerleaders and I have a lot of friends that um, cheer me along, which is very appreciated when you're in this journey because it can be kind of long and arduous. <laughs> so um, I first published a book, I think it was in 2014. It's on Amazon, a book of poetry. And then uh, my children's book in 2016. And then now I'm doing a second edition, more expanded edition um, coming out next month, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, definitely congratulations there. So let's get into the whole book writing and book publishing, book marketing, book monetization topic, because a lot of people who are listening to our show, they also want to be authors, but they just don't know where to start with ideas. They don't feel they're good enough. They don't think anyone will buy their book. So let's start there with the whole confidence as a writer. Like, obviously, you already were a writer since 10, but then you really got serious about it in the last few years. And tell us about that journey to actually go from having ideas in your brain to actually getting them published and put on Amazon and print form? Well, for me, it started with, I wrote a poem about a cat um, who loved to travel. It's because I had two nieces in two different states. So I wanted a way to connect with them. Um, then a contest came up for children's book stories. And I realized I had a character that I could build a story around. Um, so it's just a matter of I think for me anyway, and, and it's different for everybody, but creating a character and then deciding what this character is going to do. What challenges is she going to face? Um, what is her world like? Um, I was uh, challenged to do an interview with her to find out what's her favorite drink? What's her favorite place to go? It's just interesting stuff, but it helps you get to know your own character to come up with these things. So I would say um, just do it. Just write and not worry about whether you're going to publish or not. Um, for me, these stories are inside of me, and I write to get them out of me. Um, so then, um, you know, you put it out there, 
and you have people who are supporting and interested. So the first people to read my stories was I have some friends that work in a hospital. They volunteered a hospital and they would read my story to the children there. And then they would give me feedback. And um, so it's just a matter of putting yourself out there. You, uh, with confidence, you fake it till you make it. Maybe you're not a confident author, but you can put it out there and say, what do you think about this? Um, you have a trusted group of people that you can do that with. Um, and then it really is an exciting thing to get that feedback and then just kind of work from there. Um, definitely with my first story, I had some feedback that kind of hurt. That book is my baby, but it, just be open to that and, and really step back and say, okay, I'm hearing this feedback now from two or three people. Maybe I should take a look at kind of massaging the story this way or uh, changing this particular situation because there are things you won't think about other people will. So it's helpful um, to, to have people in your circle. Oh, yeah, it's so helpful. Like, uh, Ian, with my kids' books, uh, I have a book launch team. I have uh, people proofreading the book and giving me feedback on the cover and the content. And uh, they're the ones who write the reviews on Amazon, like at least the first few, uh, just to, to get the buzz going. They're the ones who share it on, uh, across uh, social media networks. So couldn't have done all of uh, my books without my book launch team and all my family and friends. So, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, Cindy. So, Cindy, uh, tell us a, a little bit about the origin story of the character. Princess Jellybean, and also about your book series. This is book one, but you're planning a whole series around it. So tell us about the whole creation of your character in the book series. Okay. Well, um, I mentioned that I created a character to keep in contact with my nieces because they're in different places from me. Um, then I built a story around her and it's, it's evolved. So um, Jellybean grew up in a castle that I, in the book I say no one's ever really heard of. Um, and she, it starts with her birth and it goes until she's old enough to go out on her own. So um, I love this character. In fact, I have jelly bean earrings that was made by someone on Etsy called Ryan Beach Ryan. <laughs> uh, so I have to give a shout out to her because I absolutely love these earrings um, and uh, the wonderful illustration by my uh, illustrator. But, um, you know, I have a, a secret group on Facebook um, that I, I've actually bounced those ideas. You were talking about a launch team and I've just asked them this morning if they would be my launch team. So, um, I know that's aside from what we were talking about with Jellybean, but um, just just uh, building stories around the character, finding out what she's going to do. And so for mine, it's she loves adventure. So everything's an adventure. Kindness is an adventure. Curiosity is an adventure. Um, these type of things as she goes about her day. Awesome. And uh, this is just book one. <laughs> just uh, yeah. so you actually are planning a few and you do have like the theme of adventure, some themes of like uh, goodness and kindness and generosity. Tell us about uh, those upcoming books as well, if you're gonna give a quick teaser. Sure, sure. Uh, in the second book, she meets a possum um, who can't remember her way home. So she's lost and um, shy, very shy. And Jellybean offers to help her because she decides that helping is an adventure. So she and this possum go around trying to retrace her steps. Um, in the book, I actually um, teach children how to read a map, like a very basic map with points um, that they can identify like a tree or a mountain and say, okay, the, if I go to the tree, then I can see the mountain. Um, I thought that would be kind of cool for kids to learn the basics of reading a map. So um, in the third book, she meets a little boy who's a magician. Um, he also happens to be in a wheelchair. And so he actually teaches her how to use her imagination. She's an avid reader. That's her whole thing. So she's read the word imagination, but she's never really put it to practical use. And so this little boy actually uses his magic skills um, to teach her about imagination. And in the fourth book, um, she goes to a all kingdom festival. So she runs into her best friend that we meet in book one. 
Um, and then there's a mystery. Something is stolen from her and she has to use clues to figure out who did it and then decide how she wants to react to what she finds. So that one is a mystery. Well, there you go. You're going to have to wait for all these books that are going to be, going to be coming out in the next few years. Cindy, how do you come up with these ideas and storylines? It's quite ingenious, like you're saying, like there's a cat. And you talked about, obviously, like how you came up with the cat and loving to travel. But then you have these like uh, plots about the possum and the uh, meeting someone with a wheelchair. Tell us about how, where do these ideas come from? <laughs> well, the ones with people with disabilities, I'm actually a... Um, a advocate for people with disabilities. So I, I serve on a board of directors that represents people with disabilities at my job. Um, my husband has a disability, so that's where that passion comes from. So wanting to get it out there for children to understand disability as a normal part of life is a big deal for me. Um, as far as the other ideas, um, I participate in a idea storm called Story Storm at the beginning of every year. I don't know if you do it. If you don't, you should do it, Story Storm. Um, and it challenges you to come up with 30 picture book ideas in 30 days. And so I carry a notebook around with me and I'm looking, you just look around you to come up with ideas. So uh, some of these are based on my family members. Some are based on interactions I saw in a store. Um, and then you just kind of think, well, how would my character react to this situation? Um, and that's how I build my stories. But I'm, I'm a, my ideas come all the time. So I'm, I'm asleep. I have to keep a notepad by the bed because I wake up and I'm like, okay, either I got a character or a whole story from a dream and I have to write it down. Um, but it's funny where inspiration strikes because it literally could be anywhere. So you have to be prepared for that. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned the idea storm in like January, like 30 days. I'm like, I have idea storms like every 30 minutes, every 30 seconds. It's like, right, boom, exactly. Boom, boom, boom. Like idea, idea, idea. And I can't stop them. I got to like, actually, I got to say no to the ideas because otherwise they get tempted. The shiny object syndrome. It's like, oh, idea, let's follow it down. And then there's a squirrel, <laughs> right? Like squirrel, hashtag squirrel. Don't follow the bunny, <laughs> yes. Don't follow the bunny trail. So, um, so you actually choose some of these ideas and you actually say, okay, there's some good ideas, some bad ideas. I'm going to go with these ones, right? Like, how, exactly. I, I'm really curious about your decision-making process there. Like, you have all these ideas, like you said, the 30 days and also not just the 30 days, but throughout yeah. the year. How do you choose, like, the right ones? Like, how did you choose the possum? How did you choose the other stuff? Well, um, I love to do research. So I start digging into things like where do possums live? You know, when I had the idea of the possum, I started, where does the, what do the possums eat? Where do they live? Um, what, are their, what does their habitat look like? How many are in their family? What are their, you know, just everything. I immersed myself in possum information and then kind of built a story from that. So um, where you finally end up where she lives is because I researched where they live. So um, I just pursue what interests me. Um, I'm a naturally very curious person. So um, when I come up with these ideas now, I have a, a lot that I don't do anything with or haven't yet. Um, they may in the future. Uh, my non-jelly bean stories, um, it's just things that interest me. Um, the One of the stories that's not jelly bean was actually related to jelly bean because in every book, she mentions a book that she's reading because she is such an avid reader and it's not a real book. <laughs> so okay. one of these, I actually was like, that would make a great book. And so I ended up writing that book. That's so cool. That, that's very, very creative. Uh, so, Cindy, you actually are getting this book published, uh, or the whole series published by Crimson Cloak Publishing. Uh, you know, a lot of our authors we've interviewed on the show, we've interviewed, I think, at least 50 to 60 authors, and most of them are self-published. Every now and then I do get some traditional published authors. So whenever I do, I like to pick the author's brain about the traditional um, uh, publisher process because it's very different than the self-publishing route. So tell us about how you did you connect with the publisher and how's that been like? 
Well, I did. I did actually three things. The, the first time I published my book, I published without any illustrations. And I got a lot of feedback, people saying, like I've self-published. And people were saying, no, the story just, it really needs illustrations. So then I paid somebody to illustrate my book. And then I paid somebody to publish my book. That didn't work out so well. So this was actually kind of serendipitous. They found me on Twitter um, and they invited me to submit my story and they loved it. So um, what we do now is I signed the contract with them just over a year ago. And they identified a, an illustrator to work with me and there's a contract and I get royalties from it. So I didn't have to pay a dime through this process, but I get a percentage of the royalties that I split with my illustrator, um, which I think is a wonderful thing that I don't have to think about that, that they handle that part for me. Yeah, that's great because a lot of uh, traditional publishers, uh, either you have to pay in advance, especially the hybrid publishers, they they, right. they basically like milk you dry and they just like uh, get like a designer review on Fiverr or something like that. But it's crazy amount, like they charge like two, three thousand dollars. I'm just like, I could do that for you for like a few hundred dollars. <laughs> I should start my own hybrid publishing company. Exactly. <laughs> And then there's obviously like the traditional publishers where maybe they'll give you a royalty, right? Like upfront. So not just the royalty, I mean, the advance, they'll give you advance right. and then the royalties uh, ongoing, right? Uh, so how has it been like? So you uh, have been working with them. Uh, tell us about the back and forth, like um, in terms of like, uh, do you send them drafts and they do they edit it, proofread it? Like uh, how, how often does it happen? Is it weekly? Walk us through the uh, process when you're working with the, the publisher. Okay. Um, when I submit a book to them, and I've now submitted six books to them. So I submit the book to them and the editor reviews it. That can vary as far as when they get back to you. Um, and then sometimes they'll come back and say, we like this, but we want some changes. For example, my first book, they said, we like this, but it's there's just not enough meat here to the story. Um, they said it's a good character introduction, but we need more. And so they challenged me to increase my word count. Um, so I have actually the, the book that's being published next month is actually three times as long as my original story. But what I did was I started thinking about all these superhero stories and I thought about backstory. So I wrote her backstory. <laughs> that inspired me. Um, so I sent it to them, their editor reviews it, and then they offer the contract. They send you, okay, we do want to publish this book. And they send you the contract to sign, which details all of the, how things will flow and what my responsibilities are, the illustrator, the um, publishing company, what each of our responsibilities are and what the royalties will be, the percentage. Um, so that's how that works. Uh, yeah, tell us about those responsibilities. Uh, like what is your role? What's their role? The illustrator's role is quite clear, but what's your role and what's their role? Well, I, I have to submit a story to them. I have to make sure that um, it's as accurately edited as I can possibly do. And then they, of course, do their edits and come back with the changes. But I'm a word person, so I've put it through several uh, grammar checks and everything before I even submit it. That's just my thing. Um, and then, of course, if they tell me there are changes, I have to get back to them within the time they specify. Um, I've also got to promote my book. That's a really big deal. A lot of the companies you mentioned that want you to pay, it's for marketing contracts. They want you to pay them to market your book. Exactly. But yeah. I, I've learned a lot about marketing on Pinterest, about marketing my book from people like Ezio, who has this information flowing out of her so generously. I've learned a lot from other Facebook groups with writers. So I feel like I can market my book um, myself but it's just getting it out there. It's using social media. Um, so, so my big portion now with a book coming out is to promote. And so doing interviews for blogs, for, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> those kind of things, mm -hmm. talking about my book, having the launch team share the book, um, the party we're having, I've invited 
the whole city. I hope they don't all show up, but <laughs> I wanted as many people to come in as possible. And we're having a face painters, a face painter, and we're having um, you know photo ops. And um, I have plans to have a, a big cardboard jelly bean so people can take pictures with her. Um, so there's just it's just getting it out there. It's just the that work becomes mine, and I, I love that. So I'm I'm excited about it. Okay, and then uh, what about the publisher's role? The publisher's role is to publish the book. So they handle everything from um, editing the book to they go through um, a company to print the book. They format it for me. Um, after the illustrations are done, they format with the words and then send it to me to approve. Um, they've been wonderful to work with. They're, they're absolutely a wonderful company. Um, so there, theirs is the support role to, to get me to the point where I then market the book. Got it. So yeah, shout out to them, Crimson Quilt Publishing, CrimsonQuiltPublishing.com. Uh, so we haven't talked about the illustrator, and I've been kind of like waiting and waiting to talk about the illustrator because <laughs> SEO is amazing. Uh, so tell us about how it's been like uh, when you work with the illustrator. Like, do you give her a guideline for each picture, or does she have that creative license to do whatever she wants? Or how is that uh, flow like? Well, it took us a year to find a, an illustrator that would commit, could commit to the project. Um, then she illustrated my book within 60 days. It was the most amazing thing. She is wow. absolutely incredible. Wow. Um, the publisher actually made a list of scenes. So they, they said, this is scene one, this is scene two, and um, kind of put what they'd like to see, like a, a full cover, a, a full page splash or whatever. And then I worked with the illustrator. If there were specific things I wanted to see in that, illustration she was tremendous to work with okay yeah we'll put that in there I would describe it exactly one scene I described to her exactly what I wanted to see and she sent me that exactly um, others I gave her a creative license you know if there was something I didn't really want to see the picture here's the description of the scene which is basically the words for my book and then she was able to run with that and she just did a phenomenal job yeah she's uh, amazing so uh, we have walked through that process of, uh, you know, getting it published and then uh, working with the illustrator. So walk us through the marketing. So how do you actually promote, market, and uh, create awareness of the book? Uh, you mentioned a few, but walk us through your whole marketing strategy. Well, it's becoming absolutely obnoxious to all your friends and family, because at this point, I just want to talk about my book. Um, I've created a I've got two pages on Facebook, one for me as an author and the other one is for my series because that page I concentrate on um, things that make me curious that kids may wanna know about space or just building this audience. Um, if you have this page, keep it active, keep posting on it. Um, even when I wasn't talking my book, about my book, I was uh, posting things that I thought people would be interested in. So it's just keeping that conversation going and building interest. You join, uh, there's a lot of groups on Facebook that allow you to promote your book there um, I'm probably going to get a magnet for the side of my car that has the website where they can buy the book. It's you have to become a marketer. You have to think constantly about how can I get this out there? So I know who I need to contact at the newspaper to submit information about my book. Um, I know that there are um, local TV shows that I'm going to contact to do an interview about my book. So just you just really have to dig in and become a promoter uh, of your own work. And there, but there's a lot of great information on online and on Pinterest about uh, promoting and marketing. So you're not you're not by yourself. There's a lot out there to help you. And then talk yeah. to other authors that have done it, because they've done it. Find out from them what worked best for you. What would you suggest to somebody who wants to market their book? What works best? So it's just it's constantly thinking about, dreaming about, talking about your book. 
Yeah, no, I'm glad you mentioned uh, all of those uh, marketing strategies. And if you're looking to listen to other authors, we've interviewed over 50 of them on our show and asked these type of questions like the public process, the marketing process, uh, monetizing and the thought process behind publishing and um, authorship and writing. So, yeah, make sure you listen to some of those other interviews as well. Um, so, Cindy, curious to know about the important step, which is monetizing and uh, sales, uh, because you can write the most amazing book in the world, market like crazy, but at the end of the day, uh, it's all about the sales in terms of monetizing it and uh, not just doing the book launch, but having that ongoing, consistent, long-term sales. So tell us a little about your monetization strategies. Well, um, when you first come out with your book, your friends and family are going to eat it up. They're all going to buy a copy, and then you may go through a dry spell. The things you do during those dry spells is put yourself out there even more. So look locally to see if there's any events happening where you can get a table and then sell your books there. Um, make a very attractive table at those events because that's very important. You want to make it eye-catching. Uh, when the first one came out, I actually had a stuffed jelly bean made, and I had her on the table, and it would literally stop people in their tracks because they wanted to come see her, uh, take pictures with her. So it's just a matter of um, thinking long-term and big picture. So I'm gonna be looking at events around Christmas time, around Easter time, where can I go and get a table and have my books? Long-term big picture. A lot of authors also say the book is um, not necessarily, the money's not necessarily in the book, but it's the platform you build in terms of getting speaking or media interviews or selling your other products and service. Uh, tell us a little bit about the back end there, like uh, what does the book lead towards? I'm sorry, the last part. Oh, like, uh, do you have like uh, an outcome you want to have from the book? Like, for example, speaking or okay, um, okay. doing some people, for example, they do writing workshops or they have some products. Like, I don't know if you've developed that for yourself yet. I actually have been looking into having some products with Princess Jellybean on them. Um, looking at Cafe Press, where you don't have to have any upfront cost, where they will print your character on, and I can split royalties with my illustrator. I'm looking at having earrings made in bulk so I can sell them at book signings. Um, I'm going to have some plastic cat headbands at my event, 50 cents a dollar. All those things that are around my character, around my book. Um, and I do plan on having the, like a three or four foot, um, it's actually going to be a plastic jelly bean made. So I can have her at every book signing with me because it really will stop people. Uh, have banners made, uh, you know, just, just trying to think of what's going to grab people's attention. Um, I'm also going to be making some necklaces with jelly bean because I actually make photo necklaces. So the, um, I talked a little with my publisher last night and she's like, you know, think about these things that you can do. And that reminded me, I was like, I've got all these supplies. I can make necklaces. So I'll have those at the book signing as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool that you've developed all these like uh, supplementary products uh, that are connected to the character as well. Um, so curious to know about the other books you have inside you because you have the series coming out, but you have all these other ideas. Tell us about some of the other book, book projects you're working on. Okay. Well, um, when I do have some ideas, sometimes I have to write them down or I will obsess and think about it constantly. <laughs> so I actually had a dream about time travel. So I started writing a book about time travel. Um, that one's going to be more of a middle, middle grade. Um, I've got more jelly bean stories than you can even think of. <laughs> One is she's going to be going to the circus and she's going to experience the circus with someone who is blind. She can't understand how they can enjoy a circus. And so that one's more going to be about mindfulness and how to experience things without vision. Um, my husband is actually legally blind. So that one is kind of close to my heart. 
um, I, I just want her, uh, in the first book, she meets some clowns. I used to be a professional clown. So it's important to me that they reappear in the circus. Uh, in the book, you'll actually, when you read the book, you'll actually see one of the clowns as my husband, one as me, um, our actual clown characters that we used to be. Um, so I, I use all of that. Um, so the, the other ones that are under contract, I have one about a lonely palm tree who longs for friendship, um, but he's happy by himself, but he would really like a friend. Um, I actually cried when I wrote like the last, last part of that book. Uh, it just was so touching to me that it was like, this is coming out of me, but it made me cry. Um, I have another one where a friend shared a story with me about uh, death in the family and how her daughter had such a hard time with the death, but eventually found a way to reconnect with him through nature. And I actually built a story around that using the actual little girl's name uh, with her permission, of course. Um, so that one is actually, uh, I worked with several counselors um, to make sure it's a book that small children can use to deal with grief, to, something that families can use to help small children deal with grief. But yeah, I've got a lot of story ideas. I've got one about an octopus that likes to show off. <laughs> it's just, just all over the place. <laughs> those are some amazing books in the works. I look forward to reading some of those. Uh, so, Cindy, uh, how can people connect with you? You obviously have the book series. You have your author page. Uh, uh, people might have some questions about uh, writing their own books. Tell us all the ways that people can reach out. All right, on Instagram, um, I'm, I'm working on a brand called Write Cute, like meet cute, but write cute. So on Instagram, I'm writecute73. On Twitter, I'm writecute. Um, I have facebook.com slash writecute. So, um, and I've also got facebook.com slash jellybean, jelly with an I, bean adventures. Um, so there are a lot of ways to reach me anywhere on social media. Um, and I actually love when people come to me and say, what can I do to be an author? I'm thinking about writing a story or I've written something and I want to find out how to do this. I'll be your cheerleader. I absolutely love sharing the things that I've learned. Um, and I will sh gladly share that with anyone who contacts with me because I really feel like as an author, we are a community. That's what I love about the author community is it's not a, well, if you are successful, then I'm jealous. It's not like that. We're very supportive of each other, very encouraging, uplifting. We cheer when you're cheering. We cry when you're crying. It's just a really exciting group to be a part of. And it's worldwide, which is wonderful. Yes, absolutely. Like right here in the Philippines, I'm cheering you on with your November 11th book launch. And, <laughs> Thank you. And uh, at the end of the day, like we're all authors and we have a subcategory. We're all kids book authors, which is even more of a exactly. niche uh, category. So we all have the similar passions there. Uh, so Cindy, wanted to thank you for coming on to the show and definitely wishing you the best in that book launch. So that's coming and of course with the rest of the series as well. Thank you. Good luck on your TEDx talk. Thank you I think it'll that. be great. Thank you. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. Make sure you connect with Cindy. Make sure you grab a copy of the series, The Adventures of Princess Jellybean. Make sure you copy, uh, grab some copies of my books, too, Exploring the Continents. And uh, make sure you listen to all the other author interviews, including with the illustrator of this book, Ezio, and uh, a lot of the other authors we've done as well. So thanks, everyone, and we'll catch up with you guys in the next episode. And happy traveling and happy book publishing. <laughs>